0: and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast.
1: We're generally quite emotionally tied to the images that we create because they're ours and critique can be hard to take at times, but when our work is critiqued, it's something that stays with us because of that emotional set. Those things do stay with you and because of that, your work does get better because next time you're creating, you'll be very quick to spot maybe that mistake.
0: Hi, everyone. Today we have a special episode for you, and it has to do with the Portrait Masters Awards and Accreditation, and I have with me Richard Wood, and if you don't know who Richard Wood is, you have to check him out. He is such an incredibly talented photographer, especially in the creative portrait world. It's just unbelievable. He's our head judge for the Portrait Masters Award and Accreditation, and there's a reason why for that. He's been a photographer for over 20 years, and his list of awards is like longer than my arm. And I'm talking about him like he's not here. He is here. Hi, Richard.
1: Hi, Nikki. How are you? <laughs> I'm
0: good. So Richard has won, well, this year, actually, at WPPI in 2020, he won the Grand Award. He has won New Zealand Portrait Photographer, Open Portrait Photographer of the Year, Illustrative Photographer of the Year, Highest Scoring Grandmaster, all in New Zealand, I mean, it just goes on and on. So, he is someone that we are just so grateful to have on our team. Obviously, he doesn't enter the Portrait Masters awards cuz he is our head ju- he's our head judge and that probably wouldn't be fair. But I have him here today to just talk about what we look for, you know, what the judges want to see for the Portrait Masters Award. What does it take to be accredited? And just what the program is in general. So before I have Richard just give you some really great information, I want to just give a little bit of a summary of what the Portrait Masters Award and accreditation is. So there's two parts to this. We've got the awards, which is where people enter their photos to compete. I mean, they want to win a bronze, silver, or gold. In each category that we have the judges pick the top 20 photos. So we have several different categories. We've got creative portrait, family and group portrait, maternity, newborn, children's, contemporary portrait, teen and senior, and then we also have pet portrait and boudoir. So the top 20 of each category are then displayed on our Portrait Masters website and under the awards section if you haven't seen these photos yet I really encourage you to head over to the website and check it out check out all of the different categories and the top 20 from last year they're really just some of the most incredibly stunning photos okay so we've got you know more of the competitive side of it the awards part of it which Richard I'm assuming you love seeing as you've entered and won so many different awards
1: yeah definitely 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 keeps the mind flowing and and interesting and seeing where different people come from and how they think and, and what they can create. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it seems like it pushes people to another level creatively when there is that sort of competitive juice flowing and like, how can I make my portraits better this year? And it just seems like it's a really great way to push yourself personally.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's two ways of looking at it as well. You know, some people will enter images that they've shot through the year for clients and that sort of thing. And other people will create especially for the awards. So whether it be either either either, you know, once you get in that mindset that you're seeking greatness rather than that's good enough. You start to see a, a big leap in your work, you know, when your mindset changes from just supplying good enough to a client to, oh, well, maybe I might want to, you know, win some awards this year. And that's constantly at the back of your mind. Then obviously, you know, y- your work actually does take leaps and bounds because you, you really start to, to push yourself a lot more.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people have said that, that that is one of the main reasons that they do enter the awards. And then it sounds like, too, some people like to win the awards because they just like to win, which is totally cool. <laughs> like, Fair some enough. people are competitive. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, But the other part of it, the accreditation part, that really isn't so much about, like, winning. And no. that, it's funny, I when the first round, when we first announced that we are doing the Portrait Masters, you know, awards and accreditation... I didn't even enter because I thought, what's the point? Like, my work, there's no way my work is going to compare to so many other photographers who I just felt like I was at a different level than, than a lot of the photographers who were enter- entering. I was so intimidated. And all I could think was, there's no way I would get in the top 20, so why would I even do this? And I look back and I kind of have to laugh at myself because that was just just not a great mindset to be in. right? Because there's also, you know, I'm and I'm not competitive either, but there's also the accreditation part of it. And that's what I was forgetting about. So the the accreditation is where you enter your photos. And then if you get a bronze, you get half a point. If you get silver, you get one point. If you get a gold, you get one and a half points. So as you accumulate points, then you earn your accreditation. So there's associate, masters, and fellow. And I'm a master now, which means actually I have 66.5 points or something like that. So Once I shifted my mindset and went from like, I don't belong in this awards type thing to wait a minute, I'm a solid photographer. Like I've got really beautiful work. What am I doing? Why am I not pushing myself to do this and to earn my accreditation? So that's when I kind of shifted things.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's peace of mind for your clients if you've got that accreditation attached to your name, but it's also a a bit of peace of mind for yourself as well. You know, you're proving to yourself that you're good enough. And I, I think that's really, really important. And if, if there's a few awards in there on the way through that journey as well, then then that's a bonus.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point. It is peace of mind for, for clients and for yourself. And, yeah. and, and ultimately, I think that's the point. I mean, it's really cool for me to be able to put out there that I am a portrait master's master. Like that—that yep. that feels really great to me.
1: And <laughs> this system, as as well, you know, a, a bronze is a professional standard. So, if your if your work is deemed and and viewed by the the five judges as being at a at a pre- professional standard, then you're going to be in that bronze realm. So, it really is, you know, to get that associate and masters is all about collecting those bronzes and and higher. I guess you know, depending on how um, mm-hmm. competitive you are with, and, and it's it's not so much for me, and I'm sure others, you know, c- competitiveness with other entrance. it's more about being competitive with yourself so it's can I do better than last year or mm-hmm. can I do better than the, the, the round before and it's, it's building on top of what you you've already done and and just seeking that self-improvement you know and mm-hmm. I think it's it's a really powerful tool definitely a powerful tool for, for you know for learning
0: yeah absolutely can you share with people the difference between a bronze photo and a silver photo because I think a lot of our super education members get lots of bronzes and they're, I'm trying to think, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm trying to think how many last year, how many bronzes, how many silvers and how many golds we had.
1: Yeah, I'm not, not sure off the top of my head, but, you know, when moving from that bronze into that silver realm, the silvers, they're outstanding work. You know, it's, it's, it's very good work. There's normally a bit of emotion attached to the image. It's an image that makes you stop and want to look at it further. So whether it be a portrait, you know, it's all come together professionally, there's fantastic craft throughout the image, whether that be, you know, the lighting and and the composition or any editing that's been done on that. When you start setting, sort of moving into that silver round, that's an outstanding level, you know. And there's normally, yeah, normally a bit of narrative involved. And when I say narrative, I don't necessarily mean a a, a big sort of glorified story or, but narrative comes from emotion and vice versa, you know, emotion Mm -hmm. can come from narrative, but it's all about getting some feeling through that image. And yeah, it's outstanding work pretty much is when you start stepping into that silver realm.
0: Mm -hmm. And I wonder too, when, when the judges are looking at the photos, are they looking at specific criteria. So, for example, if it's out of focus or if the composition isn't quite right. Like what could drop a photo from being outstanding to professional standard?
1: Yeah, I mean, so many things. And you know, you you could have ticked all the boxes and it would still be a bronze. It's it's silver's very much about having that something extra. But yeah, sure, you know, if your images outstanding looks stunningly beautiful and it's out of focus that's definitely going to bring you down and you know having the eyes out of focus could almost bring you into that approaching professional standard at the end of the day you know if the images we're supplying to clients need to be in focus especially if they're they're ordering wall art but and again you know the list is huge of areas you could go wrong and that's going to you know bring the image down and it's, it's all about just being able to identify those issues and and, and keeping your craft quite fine.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think things such as lighting, color tone.
1: Yeah, sure. You know, as I said, the list is, is, is as long as my arm. But yeah, composition, lighting, as you said, color tone, color balance, Highlights gets a lot of people, you mm, know, if if, mm-hmm, if your highlights mm-hmm. are so strong, you're so strong that the detail's been blown out of them, then that's 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 a big one that needs to be addressed. Composition, you need to look at the flow through the image, ask yourself why you've cropped it the way you have yeah focus definitely, mm-hmm. little little edits that possibly could have been made, you know if if we've got really distracting, say stray hairs, mm-hmm. temporary blemishes, that sort of thing, then that possibly should have been addressed, and that's that it's all on the list of things that judges will look on. And judges aren't necessarily uh, using a tick box, they're pretty quick to see things that could have been done better, and it's just a matter of managing those and yeah improving mm-hmm. that craft.
0: Mm-hmm. So one of the benefits, I think, about the Portrait Masters Awards and Accreditation Program is that well, in order to enter, you have to be a Subrise Education member. And when you're a Subrise Education member, you get to be in the Subrise Education Facebook group, where we have right. over 8,000 photographers in there. And what you can do is if you're questioning a photo or wondering what you could do to make it better, or even if you've already entered a photo or multiple photos and you weren't sure why you received that score, you can put it in the Facebook group and ask. ask for feedback. Yeah. yeah. And people will jump on and just be like, oh, this is what you could have done better. Or this is what I love about the photo, but this is what eh, didn't work quite as well.
1: Yeah. And this is possibly where you've gone wrong. And, and you know, we're, we're generally quite emotionally tied to the images that we create because they're ours. And, mm-hmm. and critique can be hard to take at times, you know, um, even when it's constructive. But when our images are our work is critiqued, it's something that stays with us because of that emotional set. And when something's emotional, we remember it. So when when people pulling apart your images and dissecting them and telling you what you could have done better, those things do stay with you. And because of mm-hmm. that, your, your work does get better, because next time you're creating, you'll be very quick to spot maybe that mistake or that thing that you, you didn't do as well last time. And, you know, for me, going through my own accreditation here in New Zealand and the award system that is purely what's made me the photographer I am today is critique it's it's so powerful it can be hard to take in and it can be hard to accept at times but it's something that's just so powerful and just it puts a rocket behind you in terms of you know improving that craft for sure
0: it's so so true I'll never forget the first time that I had posted this, I think this was like 2012, maybe early 2013. I had posted a photo of a client on Instagram and my client was tagged on it. And someone was like critiquing that the skin, I'd over soften the skin. And I was like, right. oh! <laughs> like, first of all, you commented on my, where my client can see it. And second, <laughs> like, how dare you? And I remember at first thinking like, uh, but you know what? That really helped me see that. Okay, yes, I completely oversoften the skin, and this is something I need to learn from and grow from. And and I had to like suck up my pride, and you know. And now I absolutely love getting feedback. I love hearing from someone else, having another set of eyes on my images to tell me what I could do better. Like, it's the best education that you can get about your photos. Right. So it's it's been a good thing.
1: Yeah, and you can take what critique you you want, and you know some of it you've got to take with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different styles of photography out there, especially you know now in this this new sort of technological, you know, the digital world. There's so many different ways to treat an image, and something might not be one person's cup of tea, but it might be someone else's cup of tea. Very much so when you're being judged by you know, obviously our our judges are a fabulous team of um, really good. Critics, and they will come from a standpoint of okay, this might not be my style, but have they done this style well? You know, mm-hmm. and and not everyone will critique like that. So you take on what you want and what you don't want. But yeah, as I said, th- that critique it will stay with you. It's you know, it's funny you are telling me the story from what did you say? Was it back in two thousand and two
0: thousand twelve or two thousand two
1: thousand twelve yeah. thirteen? Yeah. Look, I was sitting with Sue Bryce. Um, I think last year or the year before in her studio. And we were discussing, you know, that there's a technique where you can shrink the body down and enlarge the head and st- make the eyes really big. They almost sort of appear like a bobblehead type character. And, mm-hmm. and um, we're just talking about how we'd seen it around. And and I, I, I said to Sue, I think I recall putting an image in, in the awards like that in maybe 2011. And I looked at her and I said, death by Photoshop. And she laughed and she goes, I can't believe you remember that. So Sue was sitting on the judging panel judging my work and those were her words, you know. And that, <laughs> and that was 10 years ago. So I'd remember wow. that. and But Sue, you know, because judges are passionate about work as well, even though it's not theirs. So they remember the critique you know, that they've given out right. to. So yeah, it stays with you. You know, that's ten, 10 years ago. We both remembered it and we both had a laugh about it and she, she looked at me and she said, oh, I'm, I'm sure you'd do it beautifully now. But yeah, she said, I hated it then and I still hate it now. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know but, what? Yeah. That's okay. Like we're all allowed to have certain styles that we love yeah, and don't love. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the beauty of it.
1: It was very poorly executed though. So this these, this was my earlier days, but you know, it was <laughs> you experimentation. It yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think, <laughs> and i think the point is is you know um critique it definitely stays with you you know
0: yeah it really does it really does and and it's it's just such a great way to just grow and learn and and it's important to be open to it as well you know if someone posts a photo in our facebook group and they're not asking for critique and someone like jumps on and starts critiquing w- you know we have rules around that it's like hey yeah. you know this person was clearly posting this photo just because they were proud like don't be a dick you know what i mean yeah. it's just kind of yeah. like there's a good balance there. And thankfully in our group, the the climate and culture that Sue has, has really created over the years is such a supportive, it's like when we say constructive criticism, that's truly what it is. It is like, you'd be hard pressed to find someone who's just being like a total jerk about it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And as I said, you know, you take critique with a grain of salt as well. So yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So, as far as going from bronzes to silver. So, most of when I'm just thinking about my own body of work that I've entered, most of mine are bronzes. I think I have five silvers, five right. or six, maybe six silvers. So, when I look at my bronzes, I think that most of my bronzes are actually client work that I've done. Yep. And they have, you know, achieved the professional standard point of a bronze. And People often want to know like how do I get to that silver? And like you said it's an outstanding photo. It has to be something that makes you stop and want to look and and technically it's great and it's interesting and and when I think about those silvers that I have, I shot those particular photos specifically for awards. Right. Like I styled them a specific way that was a little more like much more new, unique than my typical client work. I chose someone who has really really unique looking hair. You know, I lit it in a way that was more dramatic. Like, I feel like in order to achieve the, the, you know, the silver or people who achieve gold, I mean, they're really putting more into it. It's not just your typical client work, unless your client work is typically extremely, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, that's right. But I mean, you know, if you're if you're shooting and aiming for those silvers, then that will translate into your day-to-day work. So if you get into the habit of thinking like a, a silver award winner or a gold award winner, that will naturally translate into just subconsciously into your day to day work. Your day to day work mm-hmm. will, will sort of flow with that, and you'll, you'll actually find that you level up as well once you've got that mindset.
0: Ooh, I like that. Just, it
1: just naturally happens. You know, if you're striving for gold, then even your day to day stuff is going to get better.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like for you, entering awards has really, it's really kind of advanced your career as an instructor, for one, but just like how has, has, winning awards and that sort of thing and being accredited, how has that helped your career?
1: Well, yeah. And in terms of being accredited, you know, I definitely have clients that have come to me because they found me on the NZIPP database, which is the New Zealand accreditation sort of board or organization. And of course I've, I've also got those accreditation standard, you know, those badges on my website. Mm -hmm. I tell people I'm accredited. It just, it makes people feel safe. When in terms of awards, yeah, for sure. You know, I've won New Zealand Professional Photographer of the Year several times, and that's huge, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and when you get those awards, a, a great thing to do is actually take it to the press, you know, take it to your local newspaper yes. or, and, and use that and try and become that household name in your area, you know, so everyone knows your name because they've read about you. And, yeah, that's, that's a powerful tool.
0: Yeah, that is such great advice.
1: And in terms of education, and and, and obviously being on, on on Sue's platform, that was that was just a, a case of Sue watching those awards over the years, and um, mm-hmm. and eventually getting an invitation. But I I find you know it, it's it's great for marketing, but truly the the strong point is it is increasing your ability.
0: Yeah. Okay. You brought up several points. Now, one thing that you mentioned that I I forgot to mention before is that once you are accredited through the portrait masters is you are then added to our find a photographer page where anyone in the world. So that particular page is open to the public. So if someone's looking for a photographer, they can click on that and all of your information is there. Your top awards photos are there and you know, people can get to your website. You're there by location. Right. So anyone can find you on that page, which is such a great feature. And it sounds like that's how it, is. same thing with the NIPP, Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, NZIPPs. It's very, very yeah. similar. Oh, did I but, say yeah. that
0: wrong? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm clearly I'm not a Kiwi. <laughs>
1: I think you said NIPP or something. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that's exactly what. That's all said. right.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, they, there's that listing there, and and as you said about you know the SBE platform and and the culture of the the, the people, that supportive culture that are you know is is there it's it's the same here in New Zealand with the organization there is as it's very much a support network and and you're getting to know other photographers and and you know develop relationships with each other and and have you know make friends and that brings in people that can maybe critique your work not publicly if you're not into that or Mm -hmm. you know a creative buddy to throw ideas off and and get advice from and it's yeah and SBE it's 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 an incredible network. It's like this giant family. And Mm
0: -hmm. yeah,
1: you have to be in there to to sort of realize what I'm talking about, I guess. But it's, yeah, very special.
0: Absolutely. I remember one of the the Canon representatives who had been with Canon for years and years. It was at the Portrait Masters Conference. I think it was two years ago. And he was like, Nikki, I go to conferences all the time, all year round. I have never seen anything like this. Everyone is so nice and so... Like the energy is just so positive and so incredible. He's like, I've never seen anything like it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, myself and the, and a few of the lucky Kiwis that have been along to that conference, it's amazing. Just the whole, the, the vibe and the atmosphere is is like nothing we've seen either. It's, it's pretty special.
0: Mm-hmm. We're doing it, I don't know if you, I'm sure you know, we're doing it online this year because obviously yeah. we can't have big groups. So just for people out there who are wondering, we are doing the Portrait Masters conference this year online in September and tickets go on sale July 20th. So just heads up there. Fantastic. But okay, there's one more thing that you mentioned that I really want to talk about is that you can take this to the press. So every time, even if you earn one bronze photo, you know, that says that you have professional standard, you can take, you get a badge that you can add to the photo or add to your website. So once you, you know, get a bunch of these, it's really cool because then on your website, you've got you know, however many bronzes and silvers and you know, hopefully a gold and and then you get your badge for whatever level you've reached for accreditation. And like you said, you can you can do a press release. It's marketing. It's like Mm. such a great way to market.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And don't be discouraged if they don't take it on. You know, some years they do, some years they don't. It depends on what's happening around the place at the time. Right, um, <laughs> right. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I think I think they're a little sick of me. But, yeah, it's it's definitely, and if the papers don't take it on, then then do it yourself, you know, blast it out there on social media what mm-hmm. you've done. And,
0: well, what you just said, that, that, it just made me think. Like, if you are going to do a press release, probably don't do it when something really big just happened. <laughs> Wait until it, things are a little bit calmer around, yeah. and then submit it when they might be looking. But even some of the smaller town newspapers, you know, not it doesn't even have to be the big newspapers.
1: Yeah, and those smaller sort of community newspapers are very much about supporting community and and often the smaller things so you don't have to be winning the entire competition you know and and sometimes when mm-hmm, you do mm-hmm. win the entire competition that that news is always a bit i find occasionally it's maybe too much you know there, there are times I've won the big award, and I haven't been able to get press coverage yet the people that have won the smaller awards in the same competition get all the coverage in the local community, so it can be interesting you know it's a it's very much mm-hmm. a, a timely thing in the nature of the that particular publication and but you know you just throw it out there, send it to them all you know, and see what comes back but yeah
0: yeah, absolutely so Richard, if you had any advice for people maybe who hadn't submitted before. What would you tell them? Anything specific?
1: Yeah, just start. You know, the first step of a journey is always that first step, and I know it can be scary because you're going to be judged by peers, and that can be that can be a little tough starting out, especially you know some of some of the you people out there that you might have been photographers for years and years. And it could be scary to, for, 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 to have your work critiqued, you know, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It's, it's always taking that first step and a little bit of extra knowledge is better than the knowledge that you didn't have to start with. So it, it's very much, it's about swallowing your pride as well, which, mm-hmm, which, which can mm-hmm. be tough, but, but it's so powerful. It really does boost you. As I said, it's, 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 entering awards is what's been responsible for, for my growth over the, you know, over the years, for sure.
0: Yeah, very cool. Yeah, some of the photos that I entered didn't score as high as I thought they would. Where then some of them that scored a little bit higher. So it's been it has really been eye opening to me. It, and, and usually it's something that I I missed. You know, oh it didn't score that high. You know, I post in the Facebook group like, hey, you know,
1: right? Yeah. Why do
0: you think whatever? And it is it just it truly has given me such a better eye, I guess, for my own work. Mm. And I, and to me that is just everything.
1: And it, it can be really hard to judge your own work, you know? Um I've been a judge for years, but I find looking at my own stuff quite tough mm-hmm. because you've looked at it for so long. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not new to you and your own eyes will miss things that other people's won't. So I always put, you know, my work in front of other photographers that I know and say, "Hey, is anything jumping out at you?" Actually, I print out a lot of my work and I hang it upside down in the studio. Ah. So my eyes are no longer looking at the picture that I'm used to seeing and they're no longer, you know, if it's a face, it's no longer sort of recognising it as a face, but it's more about seeing the tones in the image and the way it's flowing. Uh-huh. And, and, and that's when things will start to jump out of me that, you know, I hadn't seen before. But, yeah, it can be tough, your own work. And, and sometimes you'll think your work's, you know, I've put stuff in, I'm like, I think this might be my best year and it bombs out and it's not till later on, maybe give it a few months, you relook at it and you go, oh, okay, yep. So it's an interesting journey, for sure. But critique and, and having fellow photographers looking at that work and helping you along is, is the key, definitely, for sure.
0: You know, one more thing. We, talk to me about gold. Like, how does someone get a gold? Because I know there are very few golds that are handed out. So talk to me about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Golds. They're like hen's teeth. There's not, there's not many. (laughs) They're pretty rare. (laughs) So, so a gold is, you know, as judges will be going through and if we, it's when you come across an image that absolutely takes your breath away. You know, it's beyond and further ahead of a silver. And, you know, and there's so many silvers out there that are really, really strong and really special images. But when there's a gold, it's like we, we need to reward this with something a little bit extra. Like this, this is absolutely just blowing us away, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a level higher than outstanding, so it's a good thing to strive for, but not something to get discouraged by if if, if you haven't got one yet. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. the golds are yeah very, very special.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you go to the awards galleries, the portraitmasters.com and click on awards, and then if you click on awards galleries from there, you'll be able to see the golds. I believe last year, the golds that were handed out were in the creative and boudoir portrait categories. So you'll right. be able to see... There's one gold in the in the boudoir category, and then there, I think there's four or five in the it. creative it's, portrait.
1: Yeah, I believe yes. there was a, a pretty good round in that in that category last time. But yeah, four. Yeah. Yep. So we gave four? out.
0: I say I say we, <laughs> you <laughs> gave out five golds right. last year. Okay. So yeah, yeah, very cool. So, if you want to see an example head yeah. over there
1: and the special thing is as well is you know every image is judged by five judges, and then an average is taken so if five judges if that average average score has put you into that gold realm, you know you you haven't just impressed one photographer, there's been five in there that you know have averaged out to to give you that that title of gold so it's it's mm-hmm. pretty special, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty special
0: yeah that that is something that's a good point to bring up that there are five five different opinions going into the right. into the judging to, into each photo. And I think that's really important because everyone has different perspectives and you know and it's got to balance out like you know it's I just think it's it's great to have several different opinions in there.
1: Yeah. And and all of those judges, you know, I think we have about 10 altogether. Those judges are all, they've won golds as well. You know, they, they, they've they come from pretty successful backgrounds. They know about the awards. Mm-hmm. They've judged probably for years and, and all sorts of systems. And they they do really know their stuff. So, yeah, good people to listen to and, and sort of get that feedback from. But, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Well, this has been super helpful. And I think, you know, hopefully people who are out there listening, who are on the fence about submitting or they're just like questioning, hopefully this kind of gives them that little nudge even just to enter one or two and just see what happens but i will say when you know the date that the photos are going to be back in your account with your scores it is like christmas or like you <laughs> know hanukkah or whatever you celebrate it is yep. like so exciting <laughs> so and the more photos you you submit the the more fun it is because then you get to see all of these different scores and it's just it's fun you know on top of it all it's fun and then Especially if you get a score that really excites you and then you can share it in the group or, you know, it's just a really cool time of the year because we get to see so much incredible work from all of our members. And it's, it's just really mind-blowing, some of the things that people create.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and judging it, I love it. You know, getting 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 to see Mm -hmm. so many different styles and obviously all those those genres, those groups, but just seeing how people's minds work and and what people are able to create, it's it's pretty inspiring. And then seeing those those top top twenty galleries at the end of it, you know, it's just some pretty cool stuff out there.
0: So if you go to theportraitmasters.com, you can click on awards there, and you can read the rules, you can look at everything you need to do to enter, everything spelled out for you there. You can also see the top 20 galleries from all the different categories from last year. And then if you are already an SBE member, if you go into the Facebook group, you'll see lots of posts that people have shared if you do a search in the Facebook group, what their score was with their photos. So it's just kind of fun to see and but especially the awards galleries. So, so beautiful. And then also, I wanted to mention that Richard, in the com in the store, you have a course about called Painterly Portraits, and that is creating creative portraits, right?
1: Oh, there's these two courses. So one is the Creative Portrait Series. Um, and oh, that's yes. Very, and the Creative yeah. Portrait Series. That's Yeah. Right. Yep. So, and that's very much about sort of, well, it's about getting creative. So it's about the creation of a, an idea and we talk about a few tools to to possibly help you think of creative ideas and sort of a little bit more outside of the box and, and then it's very much sort of experimentation. So we're looking at obviously, you know, using colour grades and doing compositing and, and adding images together and mm-hmm. creating effects so it's very much an experimental and, and getting the mind working course and then obviously there's the after that there's the the painterly portraits which is another course again and that's that's kind of more about the lighting my style of lighting which is very much that Rembrandt look that low key mm-hmm. um, and it. trying to get that trying to get you know a, a really good painterly look in camera but then also going on to to edit that and you know and in, in that Sort of style, so, and again, that you know, and the, there's so many tools in there that are given, and they can all be used your own way, and mixed and matched, and and applied heavily or applied really softly, depending on what what you like. And I think that course is pr- it's more about what I'm sort of shooting day to day, but it is very much about refining that look mm-hmm. and setting up those lighting setups.
0: Yeah, very cool. Well, again, we're super honored to have you on the team, and just to be the head judge. So thank you, thank you for all the work that you do with this. No problem. Yeah, we really appreciate you. And again, like with your courses, learning from someone who has done it, who's been there, who's won the awards, who, and and you're a really great teacher too. So we really appreciate
1: it. (laughs) Thanks very much.
0: (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, you take care and and thanks for being here today too.
1: Thank you for having me. Thanks, Nikki.
0: Thank you so much for listening today to the Portrait System Podcast. If you like what you heard, we would really love for you to leave us a five-star review, either on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And I really, really want to encourage you to head over to subriceeducation.com. Over there, you can find all of the education you need to become a successful photographer. It's only $35, and there are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 12-week startup program that I love. And there are posing downloads, lighting downloads. I mean, truly everything to help make you not only a better photographer, but to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.